If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient programs are founded on science and delivered with heart from an expert caring team who will inspire and guide you every step of the way. Call 1-800-941-2358 to speak with a treatment advisor. At RCA, you'll be in a community that builds connections and fosters support from peers and RCA's team of medical professionals. At RCA's state-of-the-art campuses, they tailor your treatment to you and also offer specialized programs for patients with history of trauma or relapse, for young adults, for adults 50+, plus, for LGBTQ patients who wish to seek treatment without worry of stigmas, a confidential program for first responders and military military, and a faith-based program. Recovery Centers of America accepts patients 24-7 and is in network with most insurance providers. Don't wait. Call 1-800-941-2358. 800-941-2358. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 41st time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Starship Not Joe Flacco. On its way, I got, I'll be honest, I got clickbaited. I got, I got hooked. I got myself all riled up over some rankings that some fucking football page put out. Some stupid page called Bleacher Report. I don't know. These guys don't. There's no future for these guys. I just don't. I don't think they're going to amount to much putting out rankings like this. They ranked their top five wide receiver duos and somehow left off. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. So they screwed them up bad, and I'm here to fix them. So strap in. Um, two weeks ago, had the best week ever for the podcast. I was fucking thrilled. Last week, top that. We're on a roll right now. We're closing in on 200 reviews. It would mean the world to me if you would go say something nice. If you're listening, it means you either agreed with me on the cap thing from yesterday or you just skipped it. Either way, up to you. I'd prefer you listen to it. I'd prefer you listen to it. I say some good stuff in there. But uh, that was yesterday's pod. Had fun with it despite uh, despite everything that uh, was going on. It was it was a fun pod for me in, in that. Um, you know, I got to kind of lay out that argument from, from beginning to end that I, you know, I'd only ever really been having in the comment section. Um but this one, this one was uh, back to basics. Just me arguing with myself down here in the garage, in the lab, in the lab, talking to myself, as my wife says. She's like, you going to go down there and talk to yourself tonight? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go down there and talk to myself tonight. That's what I fucking do every night for you people because I love you. Anyways, go write a v- review. Appreciate you. Um, episode 41, Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Coming after the goat. So I'm driving along. And I'm looking at my phone. And I shouldn't be. But I look at my phone. And Bleacher Report has put up its top five wide receiver duos. 
going into 2020. I'm like, perfect content for me. This is perfect. I can't, I can't wait. I don't get too fucking fired up about other people's rankings. So I usually just, I read it, look over it. Maybe I think of a meme for it. Think of a comment. And I'm looking at this and I'm looking at this list and I'm going like, oh, I got to do a podcast. So all day, I'm like, I'm, all day, I'm sitting there going like, what? how the fuck did, this can't be right. This just can't be right. So I'm, uh, let's just go through it. They've got the Bucks as number one. This is an easy number one. They've got my number one ride receiver in the league. They've got the number three guy in yards from last season. Easy. And they've got the greatest of all time throwing to them this season. Easy number one. No, no quibble. They've got the Browns at number two. And this didn't get me fired up really at all. And all I was really thinking was, okay, Odell's got, he's got the name. He's got Landry. Okay, fine. I'm not going to quibble over two or five or, okay. In my head, I'm thinking, yeah, OBJ and, and Landry are, Sure, that's a top five duo in the league. And then we get to number three, and it's the Falcons, so Julio and Calvin Ridley. I'm like, okay, there's a pretty big gap between Julio and Calvin Ridley, but it's mostly just because Julio's amazing. No matter. We're we're fine. I'd I'd probably rather have Julio and Ridley than than Odell and, and Landry, but again, no issues here. Then they get to the Chargers, and I'm like, this is inspired. These people put some thought into this. Okay. Underrated. They could have gone with, you know, any number of other teams. But, okay, a little out of the box, little kind of clickbaity. I see what you're doing here, Bleacher Report. BR Gridiron. Then they get to number five, and, and it's the Seahawks. I'm like, okay, Lockett is nice. DK Metcalf, not the best wide receiver, not the best rookie, rookie wide receiver. Wookie, not Wookie, rookie, talking like my four-year-old. Um, not the best rookie wide receiver last year, but, you know, up there, top two, top three. Sure. Wait a minute, is that all five? Motherfucker, that's all five. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm driving and I miss my exit. I look at this fucking meme for like 30 seconds and I miss my exit like an idiot. So it gives me more time to think. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't put my finger on it, but the Seahawks at five just doesn't seem right. And this is where I was like, okay, this is, this is my podcast for tonight. I got to sit down and it's not about tearing the, the Seahawks down by any means. I really like Lockett. I think DK is going to have a very nice career. Uh, he needs to hang on to the ball near the goal line. Jaquaski tart But, you know, that's a, that's a solid receiving core. And they've got a, you know, a top three quarterback throwing him the ball. From a play calling standpoint, you probably want him throwing the ball a little more often. But Seahawks fans, chime in here. I'm sure that, I'm sure that you want that too. But anyways. So this isn't about tearing the, the the locket down or or Metcalf down, but I don't I can't I can't let Bleach Report just tear down the rest of these guys. So 
the first place I started was like, okay, well, the the Browns make sense and the Chargers make sense. Both of those teams had two thousand yard receivers, and the Seahawks weren't far behind. So you know, a thousand and nine hundred. So you know, we're in the ballpark there. But then I started digging, and I'm like, okay, well, what about the Rams? They've had 2,000-yard receivers. The Rams had two receivers with more yards than, or sorry, both Rams receivers had more yards than Seahawks' highest-grossing wide receiver. So Cooper Cup and Robert Wood both had more yards than Tyler Lockett. And, of course, DK Mecca. So how are you going to put... How are you going to put the Rams underneath the Seahawks? That doesn't make any sense to me. Dallas had 2,000-yard receivers. So they both had more yards than Metcalf and Lockett. And Amari Cooper wasn't just like... I mean, the in terms of wide receivers, you're looking at... Let's see. Cup was 14... Uh, Cooper Cup was, where'd they go? Oh, I'm not looking at yards like an idiot. Cooper Cup was 11. Robert Woods was 14. Okay. But Amari Cooper was 7. And Michael Gallup was 18. I'd rather have, I'd rather have Amari and Gallup. But Dallas got left off. What about Buffalo. Stephon Diggs, 15. John Brown, 19. Both 1,000-yard receivers. So somehow they left off three teams from the top five here that both had 1,000-yard receivers, that or that had 2,000-yard receivers, in favor of the Seahawks, who had the 20th and 28th ranked wide receivers in terms of yards. So, you know, that was my first clue that I just got sucked into a fucking... I missed an exit because of, like, clickbait. I mean, this these are meme page rankings, as far as I'm concerned. This is this would be no... These are the same rankings that, like, one of my meme page buddies will would put up as a joke to generate comments and likes and clicks and arguments and stuff. But... You know, not Joe doesn't do those kinds of things. Not Joe doesn't. Not Joe doesn't put stuff up like that. He doesn't. He doesn't do things just for the, just for the engagement. Because I'm, you know, I'm not Joe. So, then I'm like, okay. What about? What about Kenny Galladay? led the league in touchdowns. He had 11 touchdowns. And Marvin Jones had a pretty good season. Let's look up Marvin Jones. Oh, okay. So the Lions had the number one receiver in the league in touchdowns and the number six receiver in the league in touchdowns. But that wasn't good enough for the number five spot. Both of them had more touchdowns than Tyler Lockett. Both of them had more touchdowns than DK Metcalf. Combined, they had five more touchdowns together. What about the guy who led the league in receptions and in yards and just got a sidekick in Emmanuel Sanders, who just 
played in the Super Bowl. So he can't be can't be that bad. What about him? How are you going to leave the Saints out of this? How about the two fucking guys that played in the Super Bowl? Now, if you're just looking at yards from last season, Terry Kill, who was hurt, and Sammy Watkins, you know, they didn't set the world on fire. But is there a, a is if if there's a scarier set of wide receivers than what the Chiefs roll out, I'm lost, man. Tyree Kill is fucking terrifying. And that's I'm not even saying that as a six-year-old boy. I'm saying that as, you know, as like I don't like watching him play my team. So how would not Joe do this? I guess. Who's got to go? So, if we're looking at this, I think, you know, so you've got the Browns and the Chargers there. Both. So, the Bucks and Falcons, I think, to me, are, are no-brainers because they bring the very, very, very top end with competent to very competent sidekicks. Um, you know, Godwin being the sidekick and, and Calvin Ridley being the sidekick. I mean, if the, if they were going to include the Seahawks, right? I mean, shit. Why not? Why not DeAndre Hopkins and Fitz? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins was eleventh in the league. He had more yards than both DK or or Lockett. DK and Lockett were tw- like. Again, 20th and 28th. But shit, there's an argument for like Devontae Adams and anybody else on the Packers. So, hell, DJ Chark put up a thousand yards. And it's like if you're just going to grab, you know, uh, anyways, I don't, I, I just don't get it. And, and, and it's the, it's the lack of dominance. Like, there's nothing that, you know, you're leaving off the guy with the most receptions, the most yards. He's not my top five. He's not my – he's my number seven, I think, wide receiver. But, you know, if, if you're looking at a duo, uh, there's not much better than Michael Thomas and, and Emmanuel Sanders. So here's my – here's my top five duos. I would pro I would leave the Bucks. They're the easy number one. You gotta keep Julio and Ridley in there. That makes too much sense. I would drop the Browns for the Cowboys. Okay, so you're swapping out one team that had two thousand yard receivers for another team that had two thousand yard receivers. But you're getting the seventh, the number seven wide receiver instead of the number nine, and you're getting uh, the 18th instead of the 23rd. So I would move the Cowboys in and the Browns out. And then I'd swap LA teams. I like Keenan Allen. I like Mike Williams. But Cooper Cup was 11th and Robert Woods was 14th in yards. Cooper Cup had 10 touchdowns. I just, you know, I'm 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 good with and and Cup and Keenan Allen are are similar. Keenan Allen had the more yards and the more receptions, but Cup had the higher average, and it was only thirty 
37, 38 more yards. And he had more touchdowns. So I'll take the Rams over. I'll take, I'll swap the LA team. So my top five right now are Bucks, Cowboys, Falcons, Rams. And then, and then it's either Saints or Lions to me. And you either take the, you either take, you know, it's like, and it for me, I like Galladay more than Thomas, but I like Emmanuel Sanders more than Marvin Jones. And I think, I think, so I think the snake, the Saints sneak in with like the Lions there, like number six. But I, you've got a, you'd have a tough time telling me that the Seahawks are out of the out of these twelve teams. You'd have a tough time telling me that the Seahawks are are even in the top ten. I mean, Bucks, Browns, Falcons, Chargers, Cardinals. Again, Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins, Rams, Chiefs. Ooh, fuck! I left the Chiefs out. <laughs> You know what? Just for sheer like game breaking, I'm gonna swap the uh, I'm gonna swap the Chargers out instead of for the Rams. I'm gonna swap them out for the an a, another AFC West team. I'm gonna swap them out for the Chiefs. Chiefs are a top five, dangerous again, dangerous wide receiver dudes, and you're leaving out Tyree Kill. The Bills, I take the Bills receivers over the Seahawks. I take the Lions receivers over the Seahawks. I love Galladay, by the way. That's just, I mean, listen, I. I am, you know, I am biased in all in in any and all discussions. I am as biased as you can possibly get for a non-Lions fan to Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I just I don't see out of these twelve teams. So Bucks, Browns, Falcons, Chargers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Bills, Lions, Cowboys, Saints. There's ten teams there. I have a tough time putting the Seahawks in the top ten. Maybe they're better as an aggregate than the Cardinals. But it's close because D Hop is so much better than either that's either of the Seahawks guys. I mean, DK is going to have to take a big leap to for them to for them to finish as a top five wide receiver duo. They're going to have to throw the ball a ton to to finish as a top five wide receiver duo. I don't see it. I like them. This isn't me trashing them. Individually, I like them, but as a duo, I don't think they match up with some of these other with some of these other duos. Anyways, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient programs are founded on science and delivered with heart from an expert caring team who will inspire and guide you every step of the way. Call 1-800-941-2358 to speak with a treatment advisor. At RCA, you'll be in a community that builds connections and fosters support from peers and RCA's team of medical professionals. At RCA's state-of-the-art campuses, they tailor your treatment 
treatment to you. It also offers specialized programs for patients with history of trauma or relapse, for young adults, for adults 50 plus, for LGBTQ patients who wish to seek treatment without worry of stigmas, a confidential program for first responders and military, and a faith-based program. Recovery Centers of America accepts patients 24-7 and is in network with most insurance providers. Don't wait. Call 1-800-941-2358. 800-941-2358. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.